Hey, hey, what's up? East Society Pod, TV, movies, comics, and everything entertainment. What's up, Anchor? We're back again. Uh, before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Sorry if uh, it may sound crappy. Uh, for you long-time listeners, you know my internet sucks, but... Uh, so let's yeah, do this. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, what I want to talk about today was uh, I've been on the road with uh, my daughter uh, moving into the dorms at UC Merced and between Reno. And I had a lot of time to uh, listen to podcasts and I uh, decided to knock out a bunch of uh, the rewatchables, uh, a podcast from the Ringer Network. They do the watch and Bill Simmons podcast and a bunch of other stuff. <clears throat> And uh, basically, yeah, they just uh, pick a movie and they break it down. And uh, I, so I listened to a ton of those. And uh, I, I got a bunch of stuff out of those that I wanted to run by Nez and get his impression on. Um, I'll start with the big, the big one because uh, I was most excited to hear uh, what you thought about this, Nez. But uh, they talked about uh, Jaws uh, on 4th of July for their uh, the uh, the celebration of Jaws and everything Jaws and I know you're a huge Jaws fan uh, we talked about on the show a few times but uh, the big thing that I wanted to run by you and get your impression on was uh, something that really intrigued me and I wanted to get your thoughts on it uh, they were talking, and, and especially with this upcoming uh, Halloween, what they're doing with uh, Halloween, uh, they're undoing some of the past stories, right, with this new Halloween? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, do, they're undoing everything from the original part two all the way up to, um, I think it's the seventh one, um, seventh, eighth, I don't know, I think it's the eighth. Uh, Halloween Resurrection, all that is being erased. But if you are familiar with the whole franchise and all the movies, they this because um, when Halloween H2O came out, uh, we right. find out that Halloween uh, 4 and 5 and 6 were erased. So those like never happened. Uh, because it continued with um, Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, uh, 20 years later after the, the original one, the one that came out. Mike's probably yelling at me, but um, <laughs> they erased all those, and which was good with fine. I, mean, I liked all of them. Uh, I thought part six was the worst one out of all of them. Everyone always goes to when it comes to um, Buster Rhymes. Uh, Right, <laughs> the movie's stupid, but, but I, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Um, bust. bust. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, it's, it's too late now. I mean, history was already movie history yeah. has already been written. But I, I so do beautiful. like uh, what they're doing. The actual um, second trailer for uh, Halloween ha- has dropped a few days ago. And I'm excited for this movie, but I don't want to get too excited. I mean, it just, 
especially for me since I'm a huge uh, Halloween fan. Um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the trailers look amazing, and and I like what I'm seeing, and I love that um, Jamie Lee Curtis is back, and I love that uh, Nick Castle is uh, reprising his role as the Shape. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to wait and see. It's already. It's been making its rounds with the uh, film festivals, and it's getting um, awesome reviews, but. I don't know. Right now, it's got a it's got a eight point on uh, IMDb. Um, okay, I know That's good, that, right? I know that with with people, um, the, you basically have to sign your life away, saying you're not going to talk about it uh, until the movie is out. So, right. Um, I don't know. I never. I haven't really read any reviews yet or anything. But then again, you can't really believe. Um, any of this. I mean, it'd be different if it was like a fan, a bunch of fans saw it, got to see it. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, I don't read up everything on this on this new movie because I want to go in there fresh. I mean, I already kind of yeah. know the yeah, concept no of going to go on. Um, but uh, I just, I'm just going to wait and see. I mean, I'm happy Jamie Lee's back because for a while uh, she didn't want to do nothing. She didn't want nothing to do with these movies. Um, until 20 years later when, when they did H2O. Um, and, and I'm glad that she did came back. I mean, she's, she's this, the perfect age. I mean, this this 40 years later. So um, it's it's perfect. And I'm glad that she was a, a huge part of this. And she was going around. She was down at Comic-Con. Uh, I wish I would have gotten into Hall H. But, you know, we already know that whole story. I don't want to sleep outside just to right. go in there and watch a, <laughs> a, a a forty-minute <laughs> yeah, panel yeah. when I could do other things, but exactly. um, you can watch the whole panel on um, on YouTube. The somebody record. Everybody always records all on the uh, on the screens, but um, you get to see uh, what was going on there. I haven't watched it yet. I eventually it's going Um But yeah, man, I, I can't wait for it. I mean, this is a movie that um, you saw the original one, did haven't you? Yeah, 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 and uh, I actually saw H2O in theaters. Uh, I had a friend at the time, he, you know, talked me into going, and yeah, I thought it was fine. Were you a fan of that one? Which one, H2O? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed all of them, except for part six. I thought that one was stupid, the the Crystal Michael Myers. Right. Um, but everything else, man, I mean, they are what they are, I mean. Back then, eighties, it was cool. Um, one, and it just the movies just kept coming and coming. Um, but I'm cool with it. We'll we'll just wait and see uh, what's gonna happen. But as far as H2O, I mean, I did see that in theater uh, opening weekend, and I was excited for it. Um, but when the movie got going, I was like, okay, well, are you gonna touch on? of the last three movies that happened from part four to six. Cause that was dealing with, um, Laurie Stroh's daughter, Jamie Lloyd. But we find out later that none of that happened. <laughs> so, right. Um, I, I don't know, but I mean, it's good that they, that they're going back and, and this is going to be a, a direct sequel, uh, to the original. So uh, I'm all for it. And, uh, I can't wait to see it. Awesome. Well, 
all that being said, I can tie that back around to what I was originally talking about in Jaws uh, on the rewatchables. They came up with this idea. uh, What if for Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or somebody like that, uh, you did a Jaws TV series, but set it uh, in the time after the original Jaws and undo Jaws 2 and, and, and 3D and everything like that. And, uh, you know, have the uh, kids uh, of uh, Brody and whatnot and uh, uh, just evolve the Jaws story that way, but also place it, like, make it a retro show. Uh, was that, would that be something you'd be down with? No, that would be stupid. I mean, really, uh, Jaws. Jaws is a movie that it's for what it, 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 to try to go back and uh, do what Halloween is doing would be stupid. I mean, making it a, a TV show—that's dumb. Uh, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, they were <laughs> they were comparing it to uh, what what happened with. Uh... Uh, Cobra Kai, like trying to get that vibe of like going back to the the source material. It, I mean, that's different. I mean, this is you're dealing with a human being. You're not dealing with a big uh, giant shark. I mean, that's it, it'd, it'd be stupid as a TV show. I mean, even if it wasn't Jaws, even if you tried to make a, a shark TV show about whatever. Even if you came up with a cool story, I mean, this is my opinion, everyone. You guys might think differently, but I don't think it would work. I mean, why, how would you stretch out uh, them trying to kill Jaws, let's just say, 10 episodes? I mean, it would just, it, it would be stupid. I mean, an hour each week or, or, or what have you. I mean, it's just, it, it, it doesn't work. Uh, I mean, the fans will tear it apart. The diehard mm-hmm. fans that were there from 1975, like myself. Yeah. Um, we would, we would, I would definitely rip the show apart and just saying, I mean, it's a, it's a cool idea. I mean, I'm sure if you're sitting there talking about it, but um, I don't think anyone could make it work. I mean, it, it won't have um, the nostalgia of what uh, they were able to do in 75 and, and what they were able to do in, um, in the 80s. Uh, the first two were the first two movies were in the seventies, and then. Do you like and Jaws two and uh, three? I like all four of them. Uh, the first one, the original one, being my favorite. Um, right. Jaws two was cool. I mean, I liked it. I mean, it was pretty much a direct sequel to uh, right. what uh, the first one was, and it was you, you had the same characters. Uh, Mike and uh, Sean were a little bit older because they were they were younger kids, right? But. Uh, part so basically, three, their idea were just... was to redo. Basically, their idea was to redo two. Basically, I think when it came down to it. Um. No. I mean, I I still don't think it would work. Um. Two. Man. I mean, I loved it. That one came out in seventy eight. Um. How would you stress that out into a TV show? What What were they saying? Uh, they were just talking mainly more about like just the way in the original Jaws, like so much actually wasn't 
about the shark and 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 a lot of that was because of like technical reasons that you find out like you know they didn't like the way it looked and couldn't shoot things certain ways so the way they had to build up the characters Brody and Quint and Hooper and they talked more about that idea and just having a shark element almost be more background like yes there's uh there's problems of a shark attack but it's, it'd be more about the uh brody's kids like like and and the community and whatnot like it was before in the original jaws the, well they had to do that with, with the original jaws i mean i don't think they had i'm right. sure they had problems with jaws too but that one was more of we want we want to see death and we we wanted to see that yeah. and that's what they did they concentrated <laughs> on they concentrated more on uh there was way more kills in, in jaws 2 than there was in one let's um let me try to count uh, number one you got the chrissy the very first uh girl in the beginning you have um the little kittener kid uh that got it you got yeah the dog uh pippet that guy he got he got chomped up they didn't show that um Ben, oh I think it was like Ben Harper or something like that. He he got it. They didn't show that, but we saw the destruction of his boat, his the one with the head that popped out. And right. after that after him Quint, Quint. So I, I, yeah. think, I think I think it was just five. Right. Five people. I mean in Jaws too, man, the, the body count was like uh way more. I mean you had a lot of those um Geez, yeah, two divers right from the get go. Um, I can't remember how many of the uh, the 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 kids at the end got it. Um, I I know I've I've seen Jaws two many times, but I mean, I, th- right. I I really know the the first one more. But um, oh, yeah, they were exactly. concentrating more more on that on that one on on the on the the killings of the shark. Um, and I mean, it, it was cool, man. I I enjoyed it, man. I loved it. I remember seeing it the very first night it came out at, at a drive-in. Uh, I, I sat on my mom's lap through through the whole movie, being scared. Right. Um, yeah. I still I still get the little nostalgic being scared when I watch when I watch the the first two, uh, not right. so much the third and and the fourth. Um, but uh, I, do, I still don't. I don't think they could. I don't think they could do it. You don't think they can do it? Um. On Jaws one of those those deaths we named, which one uh, got to you the most, or surprised you the most, or was most affecting for you? Uh, I think thinking about it now, I mean, so much as as a little kid, what I remember um, was uh, being shocked at uh, when Quint's death. I mean, yeah, this, this movie was PG, yeah. no and, doubt. Uh, the the amount <laughs> of blood and the, what happened. I mean, just being basically. <sighs> bit in half by a a 25 foot great white shark and and then getting dragged into the the icy cold atlantic i mean but that one was brutal but i think later when i when i seen it again when i was probably maybe a couple more years older when they re-released it again um i know i saw it again in 77 uh it was a double feature with uh the 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 cult classic um the car um I think the the kill that stood out to me then, uh, back in '77, and up to now, uh, 2018, was uh, when the little Kittner boy got it. I mean, yep. That that was. I mean, 
they really don't show um, gore or anything. You don't see him get no, like, really. chewed up or anything. You see, him, you see him get pulled down, and then you see this just huge amount of blood uh, yeah. just bubbling out of the water. I, I thought, like, whoa, uh, that was that was awesome effects on what they did. And they actually did pull that little kid under, under the water. Uh, but I'm sure there was a, a lot of guys down there with uh, tanks and everything to, ready to uh, give air. Um, I, <laughs> these movies for what they did, I mean, especially with the shark. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was all just handmade. Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> think they can, I mean, if they do it tonight, if they did it, next year or, or the or the rest sometime this year it would all be cgi and it would just right. i'm sure maybe they, they depending cry. on how big the budget was they probably could do um practical effects i mean i think a, yeah. a good movie that where they did do practical effects with the sharks was deep blue sea they did cgi and they did practical and uh, i thought it was amazing um i don't know it would just depend on the budget and the story but i don't think they could stretch it out into a even if it was eight episodes i, I don't think they can do it it'd be, it'd be kind of stupid you might as well just make it uh, a remake of a two-hour movie and, and see what happens right. but right oh um last jaws question for you uh uh who's your favorite out of uh brody quint or hooper oh quint man he was definitely man he was just he was like <laughs> hardcore i mean he's just, yeah <laughs> um this old old man in the sea just diehard fisherman i mean he he even said it man he goes like don't t- don't don't tell me my business well when he got into it with hooper and I mean, he knew what he was doing. Um, yeah, I mean, it was he died doing what he loved, uh, and he he did get a little scared there at the end, at the end of the film, because he told that whole story yeah. uh, of when he was in the when he um, when he went down on the um, I should I should know the uh, name of the, the of the yeah. I mean, <laughs> someone yeah. was yelling it. Um, but that whole story, man, and he even said it, he goes, I'll never put on another um, life vest because during all that, uh, when he was saying that they were, the sharks were just picking them off one by one because they were all just basically just bobbing up and down in the water waiting waiting to get killed. And he, he went off. I mean, he was like hardcore to the end. Uh, he didn't go out like no punk either, man. He If you, if you guys remember, yeah. he pulled out his uh, giant machete or, or knife or whatever yeah. the hell it was and just started stabbing it uh at least he got his licks in before he got drugged into the water um in the in the book in the book um brody was actually the only one that survived because uh hooper he got killed uh during that hole when he went into the shark cage but in in the movie they wanted to uh they needed two two heroes so they they yeah they needed somebody uh, to talk to in the end so he wasn't so brody's just not talking to himself (laughs) i guess yeah, but uh, uh, when did you one, see these movies? When did you see these movies? Did you see uh, any of them in the theater? I didn't see any of them in the theater, but I did see them on VHS uh, when I lived in Point Richmond in the Bay Area. The uh, I loved renting uh, the VHS movies in the eighties, and uh, I remember renting edge of pretty much everything and uh, if it, if i didn't rent it then i must have seen it on tv but i do remember it 
being on all the time and and actually you know parents saying like oh, i don't know if you should be watching this and oh, it's okay so <laughs> yeah because with all these films, you got the first one in 75, the second one in 78, then we got Jaws 3D in 83, uh, and then a few years later in 87, we got Jaws of Revenge. Um, they were, I remember after Jaws of Revenge, I mean, it just tanked uh, in, right. in the box office, and uh, we saw that the first night. Uh, and of course, it was stupid. Um, I don't, and they were just cashing in on the Jaws name. Uh, oh, to yeah. see if there was an audience. I mean, the diehard audience was there, but we just went there to like, why did you guys even make this movie? <laughs> but, right. Um, well, I, it's interesting. I, mean, even for I feel you, like I feel like now it's 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 ripe. Like people love shark movies. They showed it for the Meg, even though a lot of people didn't like it. I know you didn't like it. Uh, people love Sharknado movies. Uh, they they gotta be sitting on something, Jaws, right? Um, no, I think just concentrate on, on another. Just uh, if you want to make a shark movie, just make a shark movie. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of the shallows, but they did what they could with that. Um, forty seven meters down, um, it, it was all right. Um, the the open water movies. Uh, I think more of the with the first one was more just because of of how they filmed it which was a good idea. I mean, I like that, but it was still kind of a slow movie. Um, Open Water 2 was more of a movie movie instead of just uh, handheld cameras in the water. Um, I think one of the last um, good shark movies that I had seen where it was like pretty much semi-serious was um, uh, Red Water. Um, That one came... Oh, no, no, no. Well, other than... um, uh, Deep Blue Sea. I mean, I'm trying to go to one that's uh, not too many people know, uh, and which was Red Water, and that one was in the 90s, and I believe it was either TNT or TBS. Um, I want to say more of uh, TNT. Uh, that was uh, the movie that that came out. It was in 2003. That one starred uh, Lou Diamond, Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, Coolio, yeah. and um, <laughs> Christy Swan. Uh, I actually liked that one. I mean, I did like the uh, the, the concept on on why there was a shark, uh, a bull, sh- uh, um, a freshwater bull shark in this river. <laughs> right. Uh, there was some oil. Uh, these uh, this uh, drilling company uh, kind of like blew up the the the, the where, where they were drilling to, and uh, the shark that was down there just swam through, and then it was in the lake. <laughs> I, I liked it. It was cheesy, cheesy. Uh, CGI, but they did do some uh, cool practical effects, but uh, I liked it. There is a ton of shark movies out there. Um, They're making another uh, Meg. Uh, It did well enough, and uh, I know we talked about on the regular show how supposedly there's another cut of the original Meg, and like I heard some of the stars, I think even Jason Statham, said like the film in theaters isn't like what he signed up for, so like I guess in Meg Two, there they might actually unleash. So that's something to look forward to, maybe. Um, I'd like to see the cut, but the director said the movie company will, will, will at that time. Who knows? Maybe they'll uh, do it because there's such a demand to see yeah, the uh, rated so. R. 
Um, right. I, I'd like to see that. Maybe I'll like it more because I thought the Meg was just crap. Um, <laughs> Shark Knight, it was goofy, but I think they they were cashing in on, on the 3D uh, stuff. I mean, I did like that. Um, some of the Shark Attack movies, it was just cheesy, straight to video movies, and and they were all stupid. Um, geez, there's like prison sharks and uh, swamp sharks and, and all this and ghost shark and and all that. I think the last good shark movie that I saw recently was Santa Santa Jaws. Um, it it was it was perfect. It was cheesy sci-fi, crappy CGI, but I like the story on, on what they did, how they made uh this this Christmas shark. Basically, with with the Santa hat on its uh, dorsal, <laughs> whatever you have. I mean, it sounds stupid and everything, but I liked what they did, how they made that shark. It wasn't just some shark that had uh, a Santa hat on that was running around killing people. There was a point to it, uh, where it came from, and, and all this. I mean, it, it was goofy and everything, but I really enjoyed that movie. If it came out on Blu-ray, I would definitely buy it. Uh, I'm sure it'll come on during the uh, the Christmas time. Uh, yeah. movies and all that, but I think a lot of these movies base are right now is uh, all CGI. Every now and then they throw in some uh, practical effects. I don't remember if there was any practical stuff in the Meg uh, because I think it was just basically all CGI. I think so, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, you you have all kinds of. Uh, stories you can you can do with, with shark movies. I mean, they're doing it now, man. With the, with these the three headed shark attacks and 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 all this craziness, and it's just it's stupid. I mean, sharktopus. I mean, that's it's it's what it sounds like, man. It's a shark head with an octopus body, and it, and it, it was just stupid, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you're interested, like like I was, I mean, I had to sit there and watch it just to see, and I was like, oh my god. But, um, I mean, anyone who makes these movies, man, I mean, good for you, man. You guys are out there making movies, and you're out there, uh, entertaining people. There is an audience for all this these, these crappy shark movies, um. <laughs> but as far as as Jaws, that is the one that that opened the door to make shark movies because there was. There was like a ton. Uh, well, not really a ton, but after Jaws, there was other companies. Um, hey, we, if they they hit it big with Jaws, let us do one. I mean, there was one that came out. Um, was it in the eighties? Uh, it was. It was supposed to. It was called Great White here in the um, in the states, but uh, overseas it was called The Last Shark. And then I think there was um, uh, another title that I couldn't even try to. Uh, say, uh, what the, I don't know if it was uh, Italian or whatever. Uh, that one came out in '81, um, and it was a total ripoff of uh, of Jaws. <laughs> I mean, if you guys, uh, we talk, I've talked about this on uh, the Horror Returns and everything. It's a goofy movie. Um, they tried to make it serious. It was all practical effects and no CG in this. Um, but it was the movie was so they basically just took the Jaws script, did a few changes to think they can get away with it and made this movie. Uh, Universal uh, got a hold of it and they saw it and they said, nah, this is 
Um, if you don't want a big, huge court court case, you better yank this right now. <laughs> uh, they yanked it. If you guys haven't seen it or you didn't listen to uh, us tear it apart on Horror Returns, uh, you can go on YouTube. Just type in The Last Shark. The whole movie's there. It's a clear copy. And <laughs> watch the, the right. stupidness that is <laughs> The Last Shark, a.k.a. Great White. Oh man, nice. that's crazy. There, there's there's yeah. other word. There's crazy shark movies out there. You just type in shark movie and everything will pop up. Right. Yeah, I gotta imagine just the name feels so valuable. They still make uh collectibles. Funko a couple years ago did the uh that little set. It was uh con exclusive of uh jaws and quint the the name is still so meaningful it's almost really surprising especially in this day and age of 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 all the remakes and things coming back and things in one form or another that jaws has been gone for so long and especially with all these other shark movies it's really surprising you you got to imagine that like one of these years jaws will return one way or another they'll do like grandson or great grandson of the uh brody or something i don't know <laughs> the, the, I mean, it'll it has to return at some point you know it just has to it's, i i don't i don't think it will ever return <laughs> um on the screen again um universal is pretty pretty um pretty much a tight ass with the, their their properties and they'll never ever sell that right yeah I know place. another one uh, I don't I can't remember if it's universe I don't think it's universal but uh, I know back to the future they've talked years about like the idea of doing another one of those and stories and uh, docs kids and whatnot but uh, the guy that's got the rights to that he said i've heard he said like as long as he's alive uh there'll never be a uh an- another back to the future so i don't know I, that feels inevitable though too <laughs> someday i'd rather not maybe it'll I mean, be when, they, they when may... he's gone but <laughs> i don't think so he could write something in and and something on a piece of paper and say look don't ever do it if you do i'm gonna sue you for this or my family's gonna sue and uh basically break you for everything i i don't think um they could um i don't know if peter benchley is still alive uh, some he might be and he might not be but um i think he still did he he his family or whoever still gets a, a back end uh, of anything with the jaws uh creation on it let me see if he's still alive i'm sure someone's yelling at me Saying yeah, he is or no, he's not. Why? Um, let me see. I, I don't know. I I want to say he did pass away, um, but oops, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> you know the uh, actor that played Quint. Uh, they were saying he like only he only lived like a little while longer after that. Uh, movie came out and uh they they were also saying like 
I can't remember what role they said, but like one role, it was like five years before and he looked like 30 years younger in the role. So they said he was really living that uh, smoking, drinking life and it really caught up with him. But uh, one other thing I want to remind before we get off of Jaws, uh, I don't want to forget to tell you this. Uh, one thing they kept saying is a little, like a funny little piece of uh, trivia, I guess, from the documentary. Um the uh, the actor that played uh, Quint, Robert Shaw, he kept actually going at Richard Dreyfus uh, Hooper. Uh, he kept he kept challenging him to climb up the mass of the ship and jump off the top. And Spielberg had to keep stopping them, being like, "No, don't don't do that. We can't do that." But it was just kind of, of funny because, you know, yeah. I mean, he was, like, really inhabiting the Quint character. Like, you know, you punk, jump off the top. I bet you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did listen to that episode. Now you're talking about it. That that all sounds okay. familiar. Nice. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I'm looking, I'm on eBay right now, and I'm looking at the, um, nothing no reaction did. Um, but I remember Funko was selling, uh, the Jaws, um, yeah, the shark at, at Comic-Con. Uh, it was the, the bloody one with, with Quint, uh, in the mouth. Jeez, 124. Oh, wow. Um, No. Uh, there is another one that Reaction did minus the uh, Quinn and the Blood. That's only fifty bucks. Uh, uh, that's all right. Um, I never did ever see these uh, figures, the the loose one or the the single ones. I I never seen any of these ones, man. There's people selling the whole sets for for seventy dollars and this and that. And I'm like, Ugh. no thanks. Um, I eventually want to get one of these Jaws. I'll get. I'll I'll be happy with one that doesn't have uh, blood on it but if i could get a hold of um geez, it's just just because you put the comic-con sticker on there and blood uh, the price goes up i mean i remember going there sunday on the last day and they still had a ton of them and they were like no we we, we can't sell them we're, we're done for the the whole convention i'm like you got some right there why can't you just sell them <laughs> Uh, I don't know. The, the, the Funko people are weird like that. I don't know. Maybe some they went on, uh, sold them for a million. Maybe they're the ones selling them for a million dollars on eBay. But I don't know. I, I'd like to get my I'd get my hands on uh, either one of them. I preferably the one with the blood. But uh, if I can just get a regular one, that'll be fine. But geez, some of these guys, man, I, I should just buy that one now for forty because some of these other ones, man, they want yeah, it's not bad. Hundred hundred dollars. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is a buy me now one. Uh, no, it's not. They're, they're bidding for it. That's probably why it's so four bids, and it's only thirty three dollars. And this other one's forty three, and it's at sixteen bids. But, mm, yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, super quick aside on the collectibles note. Uh, I just had a curiosity tonight. Uh, I was looking around at some stuff and I noticed this one uh, Tampa Bay Rays baseball team giveaway. They always do pop giveaways those past couple of years. And uh, I noticed this Kevin Kiermeyer 
And uh, I noticed it was only worth like 14 bucks. And I was like, really? And I jumped on eBay and I found one that was only like nine bucks and five dollars shipping. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, I wonder what the Giants BB-8 going for. I really wanted that one. I jumped on there and like the cheapest one was like going for like 70. And I was like, oh, man. And I was like, well, I, I guess I get it because one uh BB-8, you know, that's an actual Star Wars character. And Kevin Kiermeyer, he's just, like, in the Han jacket. So, I mean, it's not much there. And, you know, it is the Tampa Bay Rays compared to the, the Giants. You know, Giants get all that Bay Area love and West Coast love. And Rays are one of the least attended teams in the league. So, I guess it kind of makes sense from a value standpoint. But, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, that quick aside. Um, <sighs> before we jump on to the next one, any last thoughts on like Jaws as a whole? <laughs> um, it's it's my childhood yeah, into my uh, into my teen years. Uh, first one came out in seventy five. I was four years old when I saw it. Uh, I saw it at a drive in in um, in Daly City, and. Uh, just remembering watching it for the very first time and uh, seeing the second one at uh, at a drive-in in Hayward. And uh, there was no, um, I remember there was no trailers before the movie. And I remember being in line to go in to the drive-in. The sun was, it was setting. So that made, of course they're not going to show the movie yet, but uh, I remember uh, when the movie started, well, there was a playground there. And I remember me and my brother ran over there. We were playing. And then uh, something came on the screen. It was like a little surf uh, movie. It was like kind of, um, well, based not a movie, kind of like a, a video. There was some surf music and showing this guy surfing. I don't know. It might have been like five, ten minutes. And then Jaws 2 started. Um, when I saw Jaws 3, um, I actually seen it with a double feature with a, with a movie that came out that, at that time. Um, Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Sin. Uh, we saw that. Um, friend of the show, Mike Moran, uh, he, his mom took us to see it. He had already seen it already. I, this was the first time I saw it. And we saw it uh, in 3D. The, um, I can't remember what they called the, the 3D uh, then. It's totally different from uh, what the 3D is now. I mean, if you had those old 3D glasses and tried to watch uh, like this new real D 3d or whatever it, it, it probably wouldn't polarized uh, is what it was called. I don't think it would work. Um, but yeah, seeing that in the theater and back in 87, uh, I was 16 when I saw jaws of revenge uh, the first night. And I seen that in Oakland at the uh, century theater, which is no longer there. Uh, it got leveled. Uh, I don't know, can't remember if it was in the 90s, late 80s, I don't remember, but that many, many movies uh, I saw there at the Century Theaters. Um, and yeah, I've always been a huge fan uh, of Jaws. I had the VHSs and then the DVDs, and now I have the Blu-rays. Um, I know Jaws 3D on the Blu-ray is in 3D, but uh, I don't have a 3D uh, player or... But I think they are getting away uh, yeah, from are. all that 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 technology. So I guess I'll never see um, yeah. 3D in the third dimension 
but uh, <laughs> there is there's some crappy there's some crappy copies out there. Uh, you have to buy the glasses separately, or some people converted the the red and and blue, which is horrible. It just gives me a headache. Um, the Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, the one that was in 3D um, on the Blu-ray as well as the DVDs, uh, it's red, red and blue, and it just it's stupid. It just gives you or it gives me a headache. I I can't never watch it like that. I'm glad I saw it uh, in its original run. In in the regular 3D in the polarized 3D, so I was glad I saw that. But um, Jaws, like I said, man, it's it's a part of my life, and it always will be. I was able to share it with my kids, and uh, when Daniel's old enough, uh, my grandson, I'm definitely gonna share share it with him, and I'll I'll show him the first one, and if he ever has any interest to see the next three, and I mean they're right here. Who knows? Maybe by the time he's older, they'll be. Um, some other format <laughs> of, yeah. of that. I don't know how Blu-ray, how long Blu-ray sticking around, but I, I don't know. We'll see. But but definitely he will see it. Um, I know they were streaming on uh, Netflix. I don't know if they still are. I want to say the first three. I can't remember if Revenge was on there, but um, just just do a search on your TV. I mean they they're always on. Uh, AMC yeah. or whatever channels, I mean, there there always seems to be to be on. But if you have never seen Jaws on the big screen, uh, check your your local theaters uh, like the the Regal or um, Cinemark. They always have those uh, movies, the old movies that they show on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Um, and every now and then they throw Jaws in there, just the original one. I've never seen uh, any of the other ones uh, back. Uh, in the theater, but they do do it every now and then. They will. I know they showed Jaws 3D in San Francisco at the Castro in 3D, and it wasn't the red and blue. I was kicking myself for why I was. I should have been there. But um, yeah, yeah, check all those Jaws. It's amazing to see on the big screen. You are you know what it is or and everything, but it's just cool because some some people have never seen it on the screen until uh, they started doing all these. Uh, showing the old older films again so it's awesome i mean i've seen jaws um a jillion times and i do go uh enjoy it uh, on on the when they have these uh rewatches on, on the screen because i just i just love seeing it on in, in the big huge format so uh, if you haven't seen that uh do just check your listing and uh who knows it, it might be playing soon right yeah just uh in wrap up for me on jaws uh like, I know I didn't really put it all together when I first saw it uh, in the 80s. And it wasn't until later that I was able to actually watch it and then be like, oh, wow. Uh, they re- really are minimal with the shark. And then oh, not only till these last couple of years, once it arrived on like the you know streaming sites, that I was able to watch it again and actually like view it in a more artistic lens of, of, of viewing uh what Spielberg was doing with the camera work and, uh, you know, what the actors were doing. So uh, it's definitely uh, interesting to see. And uh, the one last note I wanted to hit uh, on Jaws was uh, one of these years we got to get out to uh, Texas. The Alamo Draft House out there does that every summer. The, uh, they watch it in inner tubes. And I just think that'd be so cool to attend. <laughs> 
That would be fun, man. I, I, I have seen that. Um, well, I guess you'll be wet either way. And if it's in the summer, oh, my God, how hot is it going to be? And it's humid. So, no uh, but it would be awesome to see. To watch. To yeah. Watch, to watch With Jaws a crowd like that. that. Yeah. Unique. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, and everyone. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. No problem. I just <laughs> let you breathe on that. Um, the next two kind of just more quick hits to get your reaction and kind of tell you what, what, what they were saying about it and everything like that. Uh, the first one, uh, you've seen Wedding Crashers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wedding Crashers, filmed from 2005. Uh, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn comedy. Uh, it was interesting to hear they prefaced the whole first part of their talk was how this movie couldn't get made right now like there'd be things in it that people would be too offended about and would say cross the line now uh and it's just it, it's funny to hear to hear that on the pod and then go back and look at what people were saying on the reviews um uh, and a lot of them were saying like uh uh, LA Weekly, most of the time Wedding Crashes is more genteel than outrageous. So uh, it's funny because there's a, there's, there's a few uh, that, uh, despite flashes of nudity, crudity, and mockery of women's raging hormones at the first sight, uh, it's core, it's just a big pushover with the heart of a chick flick. Um, this is a movie I haven't revisited since like i'm pretty sure i saw it in the theater in 2005 and then once again when it hit you know dvd late 2005 2006 but it's one i didn't go back to but i, I you know i thought it was fine i thought it was good but just you know it was fine you know um i don't know were you a big fan of this film is this something you've revisited over the years uh i just seen it the the one time when it first uh came out and then the when i catch it now it's always on um i don't know tbs and usa one, one of those channels and i'm sure it's cut up but um i think i've only seen it i mean in its entirety the our version was when i saw it in the theater but um, i don't own it so but i mean but it was great right. i mean i I know all the funny parts that that they show. I thought my favorite scene in that was um, uh, Owen Wilson when he was dealing with um, uh, the mom, uh, Jane Seymour, uh, with the whole uh, kitty cat thing when she was uh, showing showing uh, Owen her, her boobs. <laughs> that part, yeah, <laughs> that, that part just made me laugh because she kept going kitty cat, kitty cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite. Or the whole the dinner scene when that chick was um, uh, rubbing um, what's his face? What the hell's his name? Um, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn <laughs> under the table. I thought that was hilarious. And uh, the the weird brother uh, when he jumped on Vince Vaughn and let's play tummy sticks and all that all that craziness, man. Yeah, it's a movie, man. It's it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they were talking about, yeah, this like this was like the breakout for uh, Bradley Cooper, I guess. Uh, this is where he burst on the scene. This is before uh, Hangover and 
obviously sniper and all the career he's gone on to and everything like that. And, um, uh, he's got that, uh, movie with Gaga coming up and it's funny how many pods I've listened to lately that have said that movie, uh, the remake, uh, a star is born is either going to be the best movie or the worst movie of the fall. And either way, it's like the most anticipated movie of the fall for a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to get a little intrigued too. I, I liked, uh, what I saw out of the trailer. So I don't know. I know it won't compare to, um, the original with Chris Christopherson and, uh, Barbara Streisand. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna see it. I mean, I the, I, the main reason I want to see it is for uh, I'm a fan of Lady Gaga, so uh, it's good. I know she can act. Um, and and she of course she can sing, and and it's her. Is that Bradley Cooper singing? Do you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And he's directing it too. So everybody's saying like, I don't know. This is like this is like big for both of them uh, you know like him as a director he's uh he's I, I flat out said that he's actually trying to mirror um clint eastwood since working with him on the american sniper uh, i guess clint's first direction was at the the age that uh, bradley cooper is directing this Clint Eastwood did American Sniper? Yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I'm going to look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I could be wrong myself, but I don't... Yeah, I don't think... yeah, he did. Yep. He directed that? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, the movie was all right. I mean, I didn't think it was uh, what it was. I mean, not taking away what, what the real guy did, but... Um, just the aftermath of of when the stories came out saying that that didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's a uh, another thing to get into. <laughs> but um, I but as far as as the Star is Born, I mean, I want to see it. Like I said, just mainly for Lady Gaga, and uh, yeah, same. We'll we'll see what happens uh, with it all. Yeah. Um. They. They were saying it actually has all the the build up to be this huge movie. It's got a little buzz. People are talking, and um, as long as it's not a complete disaster, it's the kind of movie that like people that aren't normal moviegoers will go see. So we'll see. Could be a huge hit or a huge bomb. <laughs> Um, but, I uh, think everyone's. Yeah. I think everyone's going to go out and see it, and it's going to be all the people that seen the original one, and uh, right. and then fans of of Lady Gaga. So yeah, um, and that's a huge. Because some, some, pe- people. some people, some people, don't even think, don't even know that this this is a remake. Remake. So right. yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, man. I'm sure they're not the the, the moviegoers that that we are. And um, when you first heard of this, did you know it was a remake? I knew it was a remake. Um, I hadn't seen it, but it was interesting to hear uh, on one of the pods I was listening to uh, two people talk about it. And it was real. 
important to to one of the the podcasters they had like uh growing up with it they their mom took them to see it so it was like important to them but the other podcaster was like younger and like in their 20s and uh, they said it was like a really hard watch like uh they could tell um streisand was really like flexing like like there there'd be like drawn out scenes of her kind of uh laying it on with the notes and they're wondering if uh gaga will do the same in this <laughs> I, I don't i don't know i, I don't i think maybe singing wise yeah but as far as acting i think this one will be a little bit more um better but i don't know who, who knows we'll see uh, yeah we'll, we'll see I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the original one. Um, yes, it was what '70s when when that one came out. I think if it wasn't '70s, it was it was early '80s. But I'm pretty sure it was in the '70s. But um, I don't know. I think maybe right before this movie comes out, it'll uh these TV stations will 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 pull out the original one and, and throw it out there uh, for oh, everyone yeah, to yeah. see because I'm sure I guess it's, it's on DVD. Uh, I'm sure it's on Amazon. If you go on there, Somewhere, if it's not free, yeah. you probably have to pay for it. But um, as far as Netflix and HBOs and all those, it's not on. It's not on any of those. Okay. Yeah. Um, real quick, wrapping up uh, Wedding Crashers. You remember the uh, Will Ferrell scenes in Wedding Crashers? They were talking on the pod how uh, he's barely in it and he supposedly recorded all his scenes in like one day, but he, uh, how he basically stole the movie. I don't know if you remember him in it. Dude, you, it was kind of, you were kind of going in and out. We'll say that again. Sorry. Um, Will Ferrell in Wedding Crashers, they were saying on the pod how uh, he filmed all his scenes in one day. And he basically stole the movie they were playing. On on these uh, rewatchables, they play clips from the movie and they were playing his clips. And uh, they say he basically won the movie in his uh, limited role. Do you remember his scenes? I mean, out of that whole movie, I mean, I think he's the, the more memorable one uh, out, right. out of it all. And he was only for like... The, the the scenes that I can remember is when he uh, was talking. Was it to Owen Wilson when he was screaming, yeah. "Mom, meatloaf, mom!" And, yep, and good memory. That. And the <laughs> and the end, uh, the end when they're at the funeral, and uh, yeah. <laughs> when he was hugging on those girls and then looking at the dudes and and uh, making crazy faces. I, I remember that, but um, yeah, you nailed it. He was hardly in it, <laughs> but yeah, but his scenes when when he was, I mean, he wasn't even even like advertised in any of the trailers, or his name wasn't on, on the poster. Um, it was kind of a, a surprise uh, when you first saw it because I didn't know he was going to be in it until he walked onto the screen, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" And it was good. I mean, I think if he would have been in it, he would have probably stole the whole movie if he was in it right. more. Right. Well, yeah. Um, it is just interesting to think like how this movie doesn't get greenlit today. And if it does, um, it's not with that cast and it's maybe like a straight to streaming something like with something like the cast of the package would do something like that. But, uh, 
it's just interesting to see, especially uh, we talked about, uh, I think, last pod or the pod before. We're on track for this is the first year, uh, basically ever, that a comedy will, will not reach 100 mil at the box office. Last year it was Girls Trip. But yeah, this is uh, an interesting time for comedy. <laughs> Uh, I don't even remember what came out this year. Comedy yeah. wise, not a lot. Was, uh, chip, tag, was chips and all that game like... night? Tag and game night was... are the really the big ones. Was chips last year? Yeah, chips was last okay. year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I know I've seen comedies, but I don't. Nothing really stands out to. Right, which was awesome. Right, mm-hmm. it's surprising. The only comedy I could yeah. think of was uh, Super Troopers, and it was okay. It was yeah. funny, but it was it was all right. And it didn't uh, hit, you know. It didn't. It didn't draw a hundred mil. <laughs> oh no, it's crazy. Um, because even uh, they were talking about Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, they te- technically file under comedy, and that's from a couple years ago, and that went over a hundred mil. So yeah, really interesting time for comedy. Like where does comedy go from here as far as the theaters? Um, there'll always be comedies in the theaters. I mean, if just cause it doesn't make a hundred million doesn't mean it's a flop. Oh yeah. But no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. It, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what's coming. Um, other right. than, uh, the big, big movies. I and mean, we got predator, or the Predator coming out this weekend and uh, yep. Halloween next month. Um, yep. And I don't even know what else. I mean, we don't get no Star Wars this year, or we already had uh, it. But, um, next year is when we get that. Um, right. Marvel, I think they're done till next yeah, year. Yeah, they're done for the year till Captain Marvel in March, which is crazy. I think the last Marvel the- thing we got. Iron Fist, that that just came yeah. out, right? Yeah. Well, um, the last film I want to run by you that uh, was a rewatchable I listened to, uh, just to hear if you had any past with it, because uh, I was reminded of a little bit of a past with it, and then I like desperately because of listening to this pod, I wanted to go watch it, and I couldn't find it anywhere streaming. It wasn't on Netflix, Amazon, HBO, Showtime, nothing. Epics, even, I checked. YouTube, I checked, and I couldn't find it. Uh, 1988's Midnight Run with Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin. You've seen this one, right? I have it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the pod, Um uh, it was uh, just two of the guys from The Ringer, uh, Chris Ryan, and then the main guy, Bill Simmons. They were talking how about it was more like this was one more for them, like this was a special movie to them and less for everybody else. But uh, I really was really enjoying what they're saying about it, and I was just remembering. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a movie uh, my, my, my folks rented uh, in the 80s or caught on TV or something, because I do remember bits and pieces and parts of it but uh it kind of only was just kind of coming back to me and hearing them talk about it i really wanted to see it and uh, yeah it's just nowhere to be had right now on streaming but uh yeah when's the last time you 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 watched midnight run 
Uh, I can't remember. I mean, every now and then I just get this uh, urge to watch it. Um, I want to say this is the first, the first time I had seen Robert De Niro do comedy. I mean, we've seen him uh, with all these other movies that he did in the, in the, the 70s and 80s. Um, this was was kind of end bring the bringing an end to the. I can't remember when it came out. I want to say late eighties uh, when it came out. Yeah, so yeah, uh, it was this. This movie was fucking hilarious, man. I, I love it. I mean, it's just you remember so much uh, stuff in it, man. It made you laugh, and and it even kind of it got really serious and and sad at one point dealing with uh, Robert De Niro's character and uh, the very ending. Um, uh, was even kind of touching, but I mean, right. it, it was good. Uh, just a, a little comedy team up. I mean, Charles Grodin's—he's done a ton of stuff. He's done serious stuff, and he, he's done comedy. So um, this was one. It was—it was kind of an odd, uh, odd team up, but I mean, it worked. I mean, everybody in the movie worked. I mean, you even got Yafet Koto. He was in it. And he even worked, and um. Uh, I can't. I can't remember his name. He was um, Avi and uh, Snatch. Uh, he was the the main gangster that uh, Charles Grodin was was trying to hide from, because uh, Charles Grodin character stole money from from him, and uh, basically De Niro, De Niro was a a bounty hunter uh, trying to catch him and and get him to. Um... <sighs> can't remember the other guy's name he was in the matrix i remember that plus he's been in a ton of other things uh but yeah it's an awesome film if you guys have not seen it um it's out there it's on blu-ray it's on dvd and everything else every now and then it it, it comes on tv but midnight runs an awesome film i love it yeah i i feel like i gotta track it down one way or another pick up the the blue or even the dvd um I guess Danny Elfman did the music. They gave him a huge shout out on the pod. Um, and it was interesting to, to hear all the uh, casting what ifs. And I guess uh, the biggest one that they said, which was really interesting, because they said it was like one of those like butterfly effects, like how much things may change, uh, is uh, Robin Williams actually was trying out for... Uh, the Duke, the Charles Grodin role. And uh, when he didn't get it, uh, I guess that's when he got, he did uh, uh, Good Morning Vietnam and then Dead Poet Society, which Dead Poet Society was his like big uh, Academy Award breakthrough. So they were saying like, the big what if is if he does Midnight Run, does he not do... Uh, dead poet society and then is everything different with like all these people's careers so <laughs> i don't think i mean i love i love ron williams i mean i've loved pretty much everything he's done i don't know i don't think it would have worked because it, it would have been just it would have been just too much comedy with him right that's what they were saying yeah, so it. I mean, Charles Grodin, man, he's funny, but he's not Robin Williams funny. Right. So I, that's what I'm saying. It worked. It, it was kind of an odd uh, matchup, but it worked, and and it worked good. Both of them, both of them sold 
their characters. And I can't remember the name of the other bounty hunter. I'd seen him in a ton of things, but I can't remember uh, the actor's name. I mean, with those three, when they were all three of them were on the screen, they fed off each other's characters just so good. But De Niro and Groden were just, I thought they were amazing uh, duo. It was an awesome film. Now you're making me want to go dig it out and watch it. I know. That's what I'm saying. I got to pick this up. I'm about to hit the road tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to have to stop and see if I can't find this somewhere. I, I'm like, now I'm dying to watch it. So, yeah. Probably come back if to the East Society and talk about it. <laughs> I I have it on DVD. If you're out there and you see it and you see it, uh, on Blu-ray, uh, yeah, get it for me and leave it with Marky. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have the I only have I only have the DVD. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for watchables. Uh, We went a good hour. Uh, Hopefully, you all enjoyed this. Uh, You want to hear those uh, rewatchables? Like I said, that's how you got to look up the rewatchables. They got a whole ton of films that they've. uh, they've gone over i i wish i wouldn't have run through them all but i did um what did i listen to uh wedding crashers taken uh social network fury road jaws die hard midnight run michael clayton big lebowski mission impossible jurassic park oceans 11 uh training day uh inception zodiac so i ran through all those on my long old drive so now i'm I'm all done with those. Uh, my next, my next thing I downloaded though uh, is uh, a real uh, crime news pod on uh, White Boy Rick. So I guess it's going to spoil the movie for me. But I was like, oh well, it's like it really happened. It's historical. Uh, I can listen to this. <laughs> you don't know the story. <laughs> well, yeah, and now I've got the pod to tell me, and the movie comes out Friday, so. I already know the story, so I know what's going to happen. So, oh, there you it, go. Not the new to me. Um, I don't know. There was documentaries of it and everything somewhere. I can't remember where where I saw. It. Plus, I did read some stuff on on this character. This is way before they even made the movie, so I I know the the main parts of the story. Right. Yeah. This little thing. I this this this. A pod I downloaded for this next drive, uh, Shattered White Boy Rick. Uh, looks like it's eight episodes. They're all they're all pretty short. Twenty eight minutes, twenty six, twenty five, thirty one. Uh, the final one, twenty seven. Uh, it looks like it's going to talk about the movie. It says with Hollywood making a movie about his life uh, and some positive signs coming. Yeah. Anyways. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Unless you have anything else for him, I guess we can put a put a, a closer to this episode. Uh, nah, man. That that's it. I don't have anything else. It's late over yes. on the west. But <laughs> I'm probably not as late for you East Coast listeners, or uh, who knows? Maybe it's up early for you guys on the other side of the world. But that's right. Um, yeah, really, thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, we Thank will you. do more. Sorry for uh, some of the audio on this. It, it, it's kind of huh? iffy, it's, but I mean, you can hear us. It is what it is. So, and you know <laughs> what's going on. So, but yeah, everyone, right. thanks for listening. 
and uh, we'll come at you later with um, a regular episode, which will probably be yep. whenever you're whenever you're back, I guess, because you're gonna be on the road. And uh, yeah, back Thursday night. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. Um, it'll be probably long. be a long. It'll probably be a long pod because uh, the the new movies that, that are coming out and the movie that I had right. seen. Um, we're also, I'm also going to get, throw out a bonus episode, um, with, uh, myself and, uh, director and friend of the show, Mike Moran. Uh, we kind of ran through the nun. We ran through the nun with, within, uh, spoilers and everything. So nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. You can prepare for that. That's, I know that was an hour a show. I was going to tack it on to the next episode, but then our pod might be like 10 hours long. So. Uh, no it'll doubt just, it'll just be it'll be a bonus episode so uh get ready right. for that uh we'll come back to you whenever we can with either more anchor stuff and uh a regular episode so everyone thanks for listening to everything we do yep thank you so much and uh until next time stay rewatchable e-society <laughs>